All right, so we're here with the fifth episode of the 1080C podcast. I am Trevor Valentine. I'm Sophie Ryan. I'm Willis Fuller. That's Samantha Cheese, right? <laughs> I'm Crawford Nettles. And today we're going to talk about Oscars, you know, winners, snubs, losers, the whole deal, movies we think are overrated or why the Oscars don't really matter that much to begin with, but you know, you still tune in because uh, sometimes you just like to get mad at stuff, you know? So, yeah. So um, I guess if for people that watch our fans, you know, we don't really have a format. So we're just going to open the floor and open conversation. I would like to make one slight correction. The Oscars don't matter for the most part, but they do help filmmakers who are new in the scene and if they like win something because they're like new and promising that like that boosts their career and helps them and that's nice you get better movies produced besides that they don't there is the oscar curse though there's that yeah halle berry Berry, yeah Yeah. cuba gooding jr both got their first oscar yeah damn but they, they got comebacks i mean they got she halle berry was in john wick three Cuba Gooding Jr. He played uh, what was that show? Oh my god! Um, O.J. Simpson versus the oh people. Yeah, with John Travolta, I think he's in that show. I might be wrong on this. I don't John remember. Gotti? No, it's David Swimmer, right? <laughs> John Gotti. Oh. That, that was an off-topic conversation, but uh, yeah, so. Uh, what it you begins guys... early. Apparently, <laughs> are we you... gonna like go through each like section of the, the list, or have talk you... about Literally... snubs? Yeah, we can. I guess no we can. St- yeah, we don't really. We can start with snubs. It, it doesn't matter. Yeah, let's just start with snubs. Movies that we think should have been nominated, or movies that we think should have won, but didn't win. So, um, I have I have a pretty good one to start out with i have one as well uh so actually i found this out a few oh. months ago in like 1989 uh spike lee do the right thing was not nominated for best picture and i think that's a travesty i guess you're talking about the five bloods oh no i was talking about uh do the right thing and yes oh, oh yeah, okay yeah, 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 yeah. oh we're talking Phenomenal. about just oscars in general okay yeah. We're not talking yeah, about yeah, yeah, not this, not just this year. Yeah. Oh shoot, I didn't think that far ahead. I was just thinking about this year. Um, basically, every female director in history has been snubbed. So. Yeah, that is true. That's very the room true. Room got quiet. Oh, That's a side tangent. We could get. I'm trying. Like. That is that is a side tangent. We can also I remember get getting so mad. Greta Gerwig wasn't yeah. nominated. Okay, I think like, that's. Oh, don't remind. You just made, made me remember how mad I was about that. We're talking about snubs. Yeah. Like that, yeah. that was the biggest. How are you going to nominate the whole thing for Best Picture, but not but, Direction? But Todd Phillips was nominated for Best Director, and it makes me so angry. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. Oh my it's gosh. hard to be that we live in a society, but we come up. <laughs> I'm glad. I'm glad the composer won for that movie, though. She was pretty cool. She's great. But, Lovely. 
Yeah, I was trying to think of a specific female director I remember getting snubbed in the most recent five years, but I forget which person. Probably was Greta. Because she also, Little Women, too, was pretty. Little Women, yeah. Directed really well. Um, Did it win a Best Adapted Screenplay? I think it did. I'm pretty sure. Um, Um, I I can fact check that. Yeah, I was However, about to that as well. Actually, should I be on fact checker since I literally have no <laughs> idea like anything about the Oscars? <laughs> However, we have two female directors nominated this we year, do. which is the bare <laughs> minimum, but you know. Yeah, and then um, yeah. And then you're going to get people who are like, but no, it's a slow oh, year. Uh, so Psycho YTD won over <laughs> little women. Who did? For best adapted screenplay, yeah. Yes, Jojo Rabbit beat Little Women for best yeah. adapted. Yeah, Little Women only won best costume design. Yeah, it wasn't nominated for much either. Yeah, Interesting. Sure. I'm hurting. Laura Dern got nominated like twice. Shout out to her. Yeah, Marriage Story. Marriage Story and Little Women. She won for Marriage Story. Yeah, but. she did. Marriage Story slaps. My question is, not my question, but so... I don't know. We have separate. This is this may be a hot take. Okay, we have separate categories for actor and actress. Hmm. Would it be weird to have female director and male director? Yes. Okay, this is a topic that has come up a lot. Um, I think I so because I think the difference there is that you can have a a leading female actress and a leading male actor um but ultimately there is really only one director in like a nomination um so yeah i agree i don't know i have thought i just i was thinking about that and like i Um, guess the argument also against it is that you know there shouldn't be like a separate category they should just win for everyone right right well then it's like like, you're the best female director but you're not the best director yeah Yeah. i agree i guess so you'd have to expand that to everything else so like male cinematographer female cinematographer but like everything behind the scenes i guess it's more of the ideas and the people and then i guess the actors it's more of what is being presented is like yeah the gender roles of male and female and i guess people are also i don't know why what was the movie that won gender like i'm trying to not just think best of particular actor. oscar wins yeah. that made me upset um so crash oh i hate that movie. i hate it 2019 i remember i think this was the first oscars i watched when i started getting really into movies and green book winning yeah what was can someone remind me what the controversy around green book was it's, it's a white savior movie that's Basically, what it was yeah i knew it was something like that you didn't have really good competition too I mean, doesn't it take place in south carolina yeah they go all through the south but see but the, like the, when you look at the competition like it's kind of like okay there's like bohemian rhapsody which yeah it's not that good <laughs> what was but, it from like which one but see, wasn't it three billboards as well three billboards outside of Evan, I, missouri i think that was the year 
Oracle. That was the year before because it went against uh, Shape of Water. So yeah. Green Book yes. went against Roma, A Star is Born, <sighs> Vice, The Favorite, Black Klansman, and Black Panther. So Which category for best, best picture? Categories? That- yeah, it should have been what? either The Favorite, which is, in my opinion, pretty awesome, or Roma. Oh, you just said it. Roma is beautiful and gorgeous and fantastic, but it won Best International, so we can't. It can't win Best Picture. I don't. Know, I really hate until well, two years like, later. Until two years that's later. That's what happened with. Parasite. Didn't yeah. the same thing kind of happen with Parasite? That's what I'm saying. We can't do oh, that, shit. guys. Parasite. Until Parasite yeah. comes out. <laughs> yeah. I, I I don't think but, I've been. Oh, go ahead. Uh, no, no, no. Say what you were gonna say. I said I don't think I've been happier watching the oscars than when parasite won because i was so happy i mean yeah that what it really is the best film to come out of that year like international or not has anyone else watched bong joo ho's other movies yes Yes. okay i want to say host is better host in my opinion is better than parasite and i'm mad that didn't like i I I think it helps my two favorites from last year were little women and Bohemian Rhapsody. I mean, not Jesus Christ. Um, Parasite. Rap- <laughs> <laughs> um, to roast your ass, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know where that came from, but they were the only two I saw in theaters. So, like, sure. Marriage uh, Story was on Netflix, and yeah. um, once upon a time I watched oh, completely shit. legally. Uh-huh. And um, <laughs> yeah, right. I think last year was the most. The first time, like I've seen. I think that helps. I watched that's Parasite a, on Jailbroken Fire Stick as God intended. Hey, <laughs> I, I watched it at the Nick. Mm-hmm. I am peak art. I watched it at the Nickelodeon Theater. I just really I, think that that hones in the message that I was watching Jailbroken yeah. Fire Stick. Yes, I, was too fucking I had to broke. I had to drive. In black and white like i know i know it makes no difference but like i just See, like the idea i have the blu-ray black and white. i have the blu-ray that has the black and white you have the criterion one like me i have the yeah, same I, <laughs> so if, you, if you ever want to watch the black and white version me and trevor Bro, have you i watched perhaps I, I will i watched the black and white one when i got the because my mom got me that and i was like yo thanks mom so i watched it <laughs> and I, I think I wrote like a whole letterboxed review and I was like, see, like <laughs> it being in black and white kind of emphasizes the themes. Ooh, it's and so pretty. It's so pretty. It's such yeah, the, the Morse code on it. It's so good. Is El Camino not nominated? No. I don't Okay, I'm... that's a snub right there. Oh my god. Ooh. For best picture. Also for... I mean, it's pretty good. When it comes to like I've watched a lot of bad, like, I feel bad like the- action movies. I've seen a lot of, like, bad action movies, but, like, I think it deserved at least something. Was it not? It wasn't nominated. Irishman was nominated, like, yeah. a year later. Yeah, but it's like, I don't know. The Academy is very weird because it's a bunch of old men. So, you know, it's, it's, uh, I personally think the cinematography in that was, like, probably some of the best I've ever seen. And what, The Irishman? Or no, El, El Camino. Camino. Oh my god, oh. it does have some pretty nice cinematography. So, I gotta agree. El Camino did not qualify to be considered for the Oscars. Hmm. Does it say why? I think it. Other than... I think it's 
because it didn't have a theatrical, theatrical release. release yeah they they started that's because like movie. the netflix movies like marriage story and the irishman yeah. even though they're on netflix they had a limited theatrical yeah. release so they could be considered yeah. or dumb. they go through festivals yeah it's so do the festival circuit speaking really of pretend- uh netflix movies course exception another that made me upset last year even though i like joaquin phoenix listen he's a great actor good boy but my good guy boy. adam driver got robbed <laughs> marriage story that hurt i feel uh, like we don't talk about marriage story should enough. i should i go back and finish that movie you should yes because I, I, it's it's the reason it's the same reason I liked Minari. It's the little details that you catch that you're like, oh, this is going. I down. Just, Yo, I have that, that I too, Crawford. <laughs> I started it and then I instantly was like, wow, this movie is gonna make me emotionally unstable and cry, and I cannot watch this by myself. And then I never watched it. Oh my gosh. It's weirdly controversial of a movie. Some people really hate it. Um, really? Mostly. I don't mostly because a lot of people think the acting's phony. And you know the, the, the argument scene with him punching the wall that made the rounds on social media? See, yeah, I can see that. But that only made me laugh because I had seen the memes. Yeah, yeah. See, like the but it just makes me like it more. I kind of hate this thing where, like, some people on the internet, like, they, they watch movies and they, like, live tweet in the, like, mid-movie. Like, it, yeah. it's kind of hard to immerse yourself when you're, like, let me tweet about this real quick, you know, so. And I think right. the, yeah. I was Maybe still. The only live tweeting I've done is when Sharknado 3 came out <laughs> and I did a live tweet, the premiere on Sci-Fi cinema see my ass would get so distracted because cinema. i'd be like okay pause tweet and now i'm on twitter for the next four hours i only do it with movies like oh i watched the uh four hour cut of justice league we're not going to talk about that but i was live tweeting that <laughs> because i was so bored watching it but that's another <laughs> episode entirely i would really i actually really want to watch it it's not it's not terrible. It's not terrible. Apparently, it's the best thing, the best DC movie. If you saw. don't care uh, about, I don't know. I saw thing. Birds of Prey. All right, Birds of okay. Prey slaps. I really like them for like. I, I, I don't get really too really carried away. I always forget Birds of Prey exist. Yeah, it's like yeah. it doesn't it get enough gets, hype. It doesn't get enough hype, and there are not enough memes to constantly remind me of it. Female director. Justice for it, Kathy yeah. Ann. I'm just insane. But yeah, which also did not get nominated for a thing, which is yeah. fine. But I kind of wish, like, a lot of people designed it should have. Yeah, I agree. Design design 100%. That was insane. I feel That's like... where my this could be a good segue. So, someone say something before a segue. Segue, you mean a segue? Um, so I would just like to throw out that I looked up one of my favorite movies, Isle of Dogs. Um, and it did get nominated huh. for two things, but it did not. That makes me very sad. You actually really like Isle of Dogs. I have. I love, oh, Isle of Dogs was in the same running the same year Spider Verse was, I think. Yeah. That's yeah. probably Wait. why it lost, but 
um, I still just really enjoy that movie. So people have something against Wes Anderson's okay. stop motion movies for the same reason they don't like Fantastic <laughs> Mr. Fox because it doesn't follow the same. See, like, I feel that like that also had that also had other things surrounding it, including Orientalism. And yeah, oh, 100%. 100%. Um, so that was like the contingent. Uh, see, I was completely unaware. Yeah. <laughs> My right. thing is the biggest thing that I have with this movie. I can hear myself. I'm going to start. All right. So the biggest thing that I have with Isle of Dogs was Wes Anderson made the conscious choice to not translate the Japanese, but he decided to translate what the dogs are saying. And it just felt weird to There's... me. He also made the whole main cast white. Yeah. A movie that yeah. takes place in Japan. Yeah. Was the was the the guy's son? Not son. His adopted Yeah, like nephew. a friend. Yeah, was that was that yeah, he was Japanese, but he doesn't speak. Yeah. Except like on occasion. He speaks a little bit in Japanese, which we can't uh, understand. I watched that only the reason I remember I Oh dogs. my god. <laughs> I'm sorry to give you a crisis. <laughs> I love dogs. Is a racist movie, and I've been enjoying it the whole time. It's I see. This is this is where you get into complications with movies, is because people make art, and art is controversial. But and I love Wes Anderson, and I think he makes good stuff. But you also have to be able to sit back and be like, mm, this thing you're doing is really weird, and you know, yeah, that's the fun of it. Yeah, that's that's one thing yeah. I felt when I watched it. Like I was like, um, yeah, this is a little Orientalism, but. I was Both, yeah. I was more the, focused on the dogs. So yeah. I mean, yeah, it's a good movie. My brain was my brain was like, "Ooh, too. dogs!" And I feel like, and a part of it was because like it's a lot of like Japanese culture imagery, and it's mm. also directed by a white man, so it's like him being like basically a, a weeb or something, and that's yeah. like technically cultural appropriation in some functions for some people. And that was kind of, and then the whole non-translating the Japanese person is like othering mm-hmm. the Japanese. Yeah, I feel that. But I don't, I don't know. I still, I still like I love. Was there like a specific explanation for that either? Like, what was why why I in terms it, of the like, narrative? Me personally, I took it that like the way the, the movie can only communicate with the dogs, and that like the people speak a different language because like that's how it is right now i can speak to a dog and they like won't really get it and like dogs yeah. can talk to each other and don't the dogs have like a translator or something like attached yeah to them? It, like it's that... up oh shit mm, I, mm, maybe not quite i thought there was just that one dog i feel like Watch TV. there's something yes, Look at the yes. he watched mm, the news and he maybe. could like tell what they were saying predict the future i haven't seen it since theaters yeah 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 but the, at the beginning of the movie, mm. it says for like your viewing pleasure or something stupid like that. We have translated the dogs. Yeah. You know, yeah. Japanese. I don't know. No subtitles I, or anything, just vibes. I think that's like a way to criticize it from like a film's much. And that can, I agree. Anything, I think that like it just. But of course, you're allowed it affects to. affects personal opinion. Yeah. And of course, you're which, allowed to. Yeah, you're allowed to let it bother you if you want it to. Like, there's nothing wrong with that. But for me personally, yeah. I definitely think that's a problem from a, like, um, if you're, like, studying it from a media studies perspective, 
That's yeah. true, but the movie itself doesn't like use that as a crutch or anything. It's like there's an intent to it, I think. And Wes Anderson's not someone who like is doing it like being Orientalism on pur- Orientalist yeah. on purpose. Yeah. There's no like, malicious. Especially when I watched the interviews he did for it, like he seems oh, like he oh, genuinely yeah. cared about like actually being as authentic as possible. Um, so I don't know. It, it's it, it is a little weird, but yeah, it's not even my favorite of his really, but yeah. I think my brain, because I watched it uh, with my dog, so I, I was focused on the dogs for the whole movie. So I was like, yeah. Oh, yeah. The good, cool. the good way to watch it, yes. Uh huh. Yeah. So, so, I will dog. You said Yoko Ono. Sam, what were you? Oh, my she segue. Has like, she has like. Oh one my line. segue. She does. She says like. What she says, but um, yeah, she's the other scientist. But yeah, segue. This is going back to Birds of Prey. There are underrepresented groups that are not represented at the Oscars. Um, stunts, yeah. uh, voice acting. Yeah. Um, if we can think of any others, those are what I've got. There's like, um, there's no horror or anything. The Oscars really don't like horror movies. I'm that's a out. that's a big thing. A lot of yeah, because did. No. Summer in. No. Um, no. no. Hereditary. No. Those are nice. That's a that's a snub if I ever heard one. Yeah, it's a pretty bad one. It's lagging. General, let's see here. I didn't think they got anything at all. Oh, I believe you. Critical response. They did, yeah, they didn't get anything. They definitely did not. Just like uh, film festival stuff. Did um? Did wow. any of? Hold on. I know a lot of people called The Shape of Water a horror movie, even though it definitely is not. It a lot of people saying a horror movie finally won the Oscars. Yeah, like it's did slightly... us not get nominated for anything. No, it did not. Which I that think was, was some because a... Lupita and... Nyong'o deserved a lead actress nomination. And she That's didn't get it. She definitely did. She's and she should have. Lovely. Yeah, um, obviously he won for best original screenplay for Get Out, but that's about yeah. it. Get Out did get nominated for his and nominated for dress, best director, I think, too. Here and nominated oh, for best picture. Uh, oh my gosh, poor Ari Aster, that's such a snub. I don't get why they don't like horror so much. Like, like I said, old white men, uh, I don't know, gore, blood, ah, uh, scary. Um, they're unconventional. So funny. They like their Oscar. I think it's just hard to promote to an audience. That's why they don't do it. Yeah, for sure. Especially in mainstream media for the Oscars. That's why horror is usually because it's horror is usually like kind of below mainstream media and like rides there. Because that's why there's a lot of spoof in horror. If you think about it, like the icons are like Chucky, Jason Voorhees, Michael Myers. They got some goof in there. That's true. Yeah. That's why a lot of people they just automatically assume that if you, like a lot of horror movies are going to be kind of stupid because yeah, and it's you just get depends. cheap horror movies. But stupid is fun sometimes, like reanimated. Yeah. Exorcist. Exorcist. I love scary movie. Side note: Oh bad. Jordan Peele was the first African American to win Academy Award for Best Original Screenplay, and that was in 2018, which is 
God. on our parts. Disappointed by not surprised. White men. Jeez. Till the end of my days. That's... So, uh, there's that. Gotta, gotta love rich white people patting themselves on the back award ceremony. You boy. Oh, yeah. yeah. So. Yeah. Wow. Also, like, why do we care about the officers? They're not connected to anything. It's, like, made up of Hollywood elites, literally. It's, it's, mm-hmm. it's a thing, just like when people talk about, like, the Grammys or the Golden Globes. And people like validation for stuff that they like. They want to be like, yeah, I watch Oscar movies and- which I don't really get. Like, if you like something, you like it. But some people, they need to have that golden seal of approval on everything. It's, so. it's nice to, like, have things be celebrated. Like, I'm not avidly against it, but I, mm. I think they should do better, you know? Like, yeah. Yeah. obviously, I, I love when homegirl wins. from the right place as opposed to these upper echelon just, like, stroking themselves off just because yeah. right. they can. Um, I feel like the Oscars, it should be like a celebration of the, all the movies that came out within the last year. And that's what it should really come down to. But a lot of it is just like, yo, industry politics. So they didn't say it's all about the money, man. You can make what? Yeah. An extra $2 million for a nomination. Yeah. Like DVD sales and then like $10 yeah. million for a win. I will say on a side note, what you were saying about. I like to watch Oscar movies. When I came to my orientation here mm-hmm. and they went around and we had to talk about like what we wanted to do so they could make sure we were in the right major, I was like, I want to make Oscar movies. So I just made one. Ooh. I mean end to it, Oscar nominated win. Short uh, film. <laughs> that's um, a that's a snub if i've ever heard one what festival did it win that's oscar <laughs> eligible oscar the We're grouch taking it to Sundance. Let me know. yeah oscar the grouch would love it we can throw our own would, award actually. show 1080 correct awards. the 1080 the uh well we can't submit it but the collegiate film festival oh yeah yeah huh. Ooh. that's a plug the only thing good about the oscars is making like the fob <laughs> right like i i don't think a lot of people would have seen parasite if it didn't get nominated. exactly that's true too yeah because that's true too korean and same with roma um anything non-american i think it's good for giving that a stage because i'm so happy with, i was so happy when parasite won because like a whole bunch of people were like damn that korean movie one i guess i gotta go watch it now and it, right. it started like a huge renaissance of like people are I have that on the Blu-ray too. <laughs> Holy! I have them all. I don't know. I have Suicide the only Squad thing on DVD. That I, the only thing that I own on DVD is the first Sharknado. I love those movies. The They're only, great. I have a bunch of really with, yeah. random DVDs. I have La La Land on DVD. I have, I have me and Earl and a Dying yes, Girl and that's over. it. That's the only movie I've ever owned on DVD. I think yeah, I read the Why? Definitely one of my favorite movies. I got like a whole show. Ever, how many do you own? Yeah, see. I have like 200, 280, Four. something like that. God. It's the streaming era, Crawford. <laughs> you got to move on. Way more than I do. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. okay. Let, me, let me have a bone to pick with you. First off, these Blu-rays here need an, a strong internet connection that's not supplied by that is supplied by the apartments to actually run properly at Blu-ray 1080p? No. These don't yeah, need but the they internet. take up physical space. I have oh, good one. your screen, oh, no. too. It's not... 
I have every it's Harry like Potter have, movie on DVD as well. I have every it's single like one have like except 600 for the last books. one. I, the sixth one is in French. It's a French-American um, DVD Export. for some reason. Um, it must mean it's Canadian. It must be a Canadian probably. one. I got it off of like eBay, so yeah, it's probably Canadian Blu-ray because they their Canadian Blu-rays have French. Oh, like, okay, 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 okay. Like cover versions. That makes sense. I have Eternal Sunshine Blu-ray that has French. You have Crawford flexing Canadian. on me right now. I, I thought I had a Blu-ray collection. I only have like sixty something. Gatsby, the Baz Luhrmann one that everyone hates, but I really love. Mm. Oh, the one with Tobey Maguire, my guy. Yes. Yes. My guy, <laughs> yeah, that guy. I check out movies from the library. um, Does Marvel have a track record with um, winning awards? Not only nominated. I think the only special effects. Did Black Panther win anything? Black Panther, I believe, won like art direction. uh, Yeah, won best best costuming, I think, for. They usually, yeah, they usually get like the design ones, production, production design, visual effects, and music score. Music score is another one, yeah. Yeah, but Uh, they're not. It's not like high art. It's not, you know. So it's well, yeah. yeah. I don't see like the thing is I don't think there's like a Marvel movie that's like good. There's (laughs) to win over some other movies. I don't think. Agreed. I don't think that a Marvel movie would like win best overall picture because I think ultimately there are better stories that are being told than yeah. superhero Plus, stories. A, no offense, but this is a great like, segue for me. For movies, I don't think there's any high art or low art. Did uh-huh. I cut you off, Sophie? No. Okay. Continue. Sorry. I just I just want to be entertained. I really don't care about anything else. I don't care if it makes me thought provoke or it's literally just Scooby Doo running around, which is my segue to Matthew Lillard being snubbed for best actor in two thousand two. The same year Shrek won best animated picture. What was that? What movie was that? Scooby Doo. That was two? That would have been the first first one. That would have been the first uh, animated feature to win animated feature that was the first time they gave out that award right it was for shrek no toys no toy story i think story. Story. there was 2d animation for a good while right okay there was something that it won for the first time was it the first yeah i mean that was the second made so that would make sense I don't know. yeah toy story i think a bug's life won Ants was yeah, number one, and then Shrek was second. Ants. Yo, ants. Ants, ants, ants rocks. Was, because because the thing about ants, do you know the story behind DreamWorks? No. Yes. No. Okay, so so Jeff Jeffrey Katzenberg was mm-hmm. an executive producer at Disney, and and they like fired him, and he was like, F- "You guys, I'm gonna go make my own studio," and he made DreamWorks. So one of the movies left was a Pixar movie you might, might know called A Bug's Life. There's it was the second. It's, it was, I think because I think it's like Toy Story 1, 2. No. The second. No, Toy Story 2 Toy took Story a while 2 didn't come out until like 2000. Yeah, so it was, second. It was, okay, it was on... second. And so he left while that movie was in production and he was like I'm making my own studio and the first movie we were making Ants. Which was A Bug's Life. It's so it's <laughs> but, so sad. Square. And, and yeah, if you watch yeah, Shrek, right. 
Shrek makes fun of Disney movies. Like it makes fun of Yeah, Shrek is a giant middle finger to Disney. Because the producer of Shrek was like, you Disney. I make it's also Is that it? It's it's French and Saunders. Gemma who voices. Well, so you're gonna continue on your Scooby Doo spooky. Matthew Lillard is literally and any Oscar nominee. Like, no, because in 2002, so in 2002, Shrek literally won Best Picture over Monsters Incorporated. Yeah, still that's animated. Okay, cool. that's insane. <laughs> Monsters no, Incorporated. No. Second Scooby Doo movie. Monsters Incorporated was a second Scooby Doo movie. Yeah. It was Monsters yeah. Unleashed. Monsters Unleashed. Yeah, it I'm is. saying. Shrek. Talking, Monsters Incorporated. Monst- yeah, Pixar Shrek movie. beat Mon- Shrek beat Monsters Incorporated. Unleashed. That's what he's talking about. Best I, animated I, picture. I went. Okay. There was miscommunication. <laughs> I've never heard someone call it okay. Monsters Incorporated. Yeah, it's That's Monsters what it stands Inc. For. Incorporated. Just use the abbreviation I thought you were, like, that everybody else them. uses. Yeah, me too. No, it's because Monsters I thought you were combining Monsters. And Scooby Doo Mystery Incorporated. Love. I thought you were like combining yeah. them and you so lost me. <laughs> Anyways. But yeah, Matthew Lillard in the same year was starred as Shaggy, who is the best representation of Shaggy ever because no one else can play him besides Cassie Kasem. So that he was great. Best actor in 2002 for Training Day, which makes sense. But. In 2002, you gotta think Matthew Lillard comes out as Shaggy and he's not even nominated. Crazy, so weird. Name, <laughs> name someone, okay, Robert, name someone else who could play Shaggy. What else was nominated right now that year? Was he said 2002? Name another actor that could play him better than Matthew Lillard. Let me see. Can we compare exactly. the other? So, is Denzel Washington so, that one? So, so. Oh, he's that's the, that one that's, Halle Berry one. We've thought the same thing about Heath Ledger being the best Joker and then Joaquin Phoenix did a good job. So I don't know. You're, just because we can't think of anyone who could do better doesn't mean it's possible. <laughs> but also, you got to... It's literally impossible. Know. He's the best. He, like, would scream for hours before to get his... Enough to play him. Oh, you're, you like the you like. He got, was only using ten percent of his power. Yeah, you like the My God, God, Matthew Lillard is in Good Girls. I did not yeah. even recognize that man. Holy. He's also in the twins. So Beats why movie. was it Linda Cardinelli nominated? Because she's no That's one plays thing. a better Velma. She's better. I exactly. saw her I in the this. suit. That was <laughs> sexy. That was my bisexual awakening. Yes. <laughs> that that turned me into like a very horny five and six year old because <laughs> Scooby Doo has a weird track record with like. I, I speaking of which, this is off topic. That always was always in like kids movies back then like there's always this like horny ass moment in like a kids movie because it's made by hey at least it wasn't at least yours wasn't lola bunny so you're good not just lonely animators (laughs) that is a completely different topic we i think we talked about that like two episodes ago (laughs) anybody what now we're talking yeah <laughs> let's go 
You might need to call this podcast something else. <laughs> <laughs> Who cares about the Oscars anymore? I'll Linda Cardinelli. This is her. This is her podcast yeah. now. Sorry. Right. She was in Avengers okay. too. I don't know why. Um, changing subjects briefly, one thing that I can complain about that doesn't need to be complained about, I find it weird. Do songs for movies and get nominated, like Elton John winning best original song last year. Like, of course he did. He's Elton John. Like, but he, I'm not saying he doesn't deserve it. It's just weird to me. Because it happens sometimes, especially yeah. with like biopics. Yeah, for sure. It's like did that occur with Bohemian Rhapsody or I, like I do believe it did. Yeah, usually about, if it's a what about music the Lady Gaga one? What a was Star is Born. Star is Born. Yes, it she actually won. One best original song for Shallow. Shallow. But I think that's a little bit different because it actually. I guess my my grief is more with like. That, like, music biopics where they but use like, like popular music and they throw it but, in yeah. as a best original song. I, I get what you're saying. No, it's like the, it's, but, it's already a good song. Of course, it's gonna win. But wait, I think the reason Elton John won is because he actually made an original song. It's best original song, so he wrote a song specifically but it's for that Elton movie. John. But that, but usually when, but usually when you're in that category, best original song, you are battling against other songwriters and it's also already musicians like so uh when was bohemian rhapsody it's not like he won because he was elton john he was going against other like there was other pop stars remember coco didn't that win best song that won best songs no the best original song so bohemian rhapsody did not win it wasn't even nominated yeah because because the thing is, Bohemian Rhapsody didn't have an original song. It, in it did win for sound editing, which pissed a lot of people off. It also won. The sound editing was bad. It also won for editing, which yeah. is also bad. Bad. It won for sound mixing. And editing. Um, it won for editing, too. Yeah, Awful. I remember. Oh, that. A Quiet Place got nominated a few, for a few things. Yeah. I, I Coco didn't win anything for the song. You're lying to me. Coco? No, it won best. Remember me. No. It, it, uh, my... it, wouldn't, it wouldn't remember me. Best, best as song, it should. Original song. Oh, yeah. Like there it is. I'm mostly positive because this is the year he was battling against Sufjan Stevens' song for "Call Me by Your Name," which is yeah. best achievement and written for motion Ooh, pictures. Original song. Is a killer song. You thought you caught me, Sophie. I really thought that I caught you fucking slipping. I remember because they performed it and it was so bad. Yes, and it won against Sufjan Stevenson's song, which was much better, but it's okay. I haven't seen Call Me By Your Name, actually, so... I also have not because I see, like, the toxic girl culture preying on gay men, and I'm just like... "Mm." I so, think it's also good. Army Hammer. Me and Army Hammer. Yeah. Well, because of that. Um, or Timothy so, Chalamet is in that one, isn't he? Yeah. And girls are like weirdly creepy about I him. I watched it before I came to school, and I love it, it is a good actually, movie. I love it a lot. Um, the relationship they had, but in the way that I read it when I saw it was that does. Mm, that's a spoiler okay i think so i'm I not think gonna say that but yeah. i think the idea that the age difference is there has a lot to do with yeah. the movie so i i always have a slight ish i, I understand the kind of glamorization yeah. of it and how that's a bad a thing bit. 
like take the argument with a grain of salt because yeah i th- I, th- I thought that was the point but apparently the book is worse oh i think the book is what i've heard as well i thought i heard the book was better because the because the age gap in the book is pretty clear, like it's only four years apart Apparently, or three years. Apparently, like in the book, the writer like really sexualizes the whole seventeen-year-old. I feel See? like it's always weirder in the book. See, I don't. This I is why, weird. if we're ranking, and there's, there's oh. like a... at Stephen King and it. Yeah. I was gonna say, <laughs> oh, in the book. Game of Thrones. God, you yeah. just brought back that. I remember reading about that scene. Yeah, the memory it. from it. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. What, yeah. the, f- the child sex scene? That yeah, the King child Rose? orgy. Yeah. Yeah, everyone takes oh a turn with the only female just, character. In- I just oh. want a recording of him explaining it to his publisher on how it's so um, necessary. Here's the explanation. It, it was this little white substance called cocaine. I don't yeah, know, he, but said like, he, he said he was on a lot of drugs when he wrote that. He yes, didn't even remember a lot writing. of drugs. Have y'all seen Maximum yes. Overdrive? Where he was no, but it's the only movie directed by Stephen King where he's yeah. like fueled on coke. That's all. Yeah, yeah, yeah that man. Killer drug. You I know, Stephen King once wrote me a letter. Oh, what? Oh, that's pretty cool. He's a good book. Thank you. I, I almost, I was at a Barnes and Noble once, buying a copy of It, and apparently the day before he was passing by my hometown, and he was in that Barnes and Noble buying an audiobook home from like a book tour i almost met him buys an audiobook in <laughs> stephen, king? stephen king stephen king i don't know what you want from stephen king also, stephen king's like 70 something yeah of course we should probably yeah, wrap yeah, around to well. this year's oscars because yeah. i don't think we actually there, talked there yes. oscars this year? nominations yes. came out baby oh yeah why i have not seen all of them but my favorite front run at the moment is promising young woman Oh, oh, yeah. What are everyone else's thoughts? That. Hold on, I really like the list. Yeah, I'm really torn on it. So we've really got torn. for the people really at home. <laughs> I'm looking. I'm looking. I'm looking. I'm looking. Stop. Sorry, I thought I already had it pulled up. I do not. There, so you use it for it. Oh, it's the Oscars. I need um, to watch we, Citizen Kane before I watch Mank. Do we just want? Do we want Best Picture nominations? Do you want these? Yeah. Okay. Me. The Father. Judas and the Black Messiah, Mank, Minari, Nomadland, Promising Young Woman, Sound of Metal, and The Trial of the Chicago 7. Has anyone seen Chicago 7? Yes. I've seen them all. I have I... seen them all. Is it a good representation of the Yippie movement? Because I know no. like an intense amount of no. history about the, the Yippie. Does it represent Phil Lopes at all? The Borat, whoever Borat plays. Yeah, yeah. whoever he plays, I forget his name. Apparently, that was not, yeah, he was no. way more radical than they portrayed him to be. I just watched it today. But I think it's good. Yeah, it's, his okay. book like, is called, what is it called? Steal This Book. That's literally the name of his yeah, book. Yeah, yeah. They make when a joke it, about it. In the when movie it comes too. down to Trial of Chicago 7, yeah. I like, okay, I like the way Aaron Sorkin writes a dialogue, you know? But. I wish that movie it, it was good until I figured out that it was actually based on a real thing. And I was like, damn. Cause at the end of the movie, it's like, it's like a yay, America. Woo. We just forgot Ooh. everything that ha- we showed you in the last two hours. Does it actually yeah. do that? Yeah. Uh, okay. okay. Uh, I just watched this movie today and it's 
fine. It's, yeah. I, I'm with it. I'm, it gets me excited in the right moments. It makes me angry, which is the point, because the justice system is all kinds of fucked, and it still is to this day. But man, those last 45 minutes are so lame and kind of bad a little bit. Because there's like, that we see the riots like in flashes and stuff, and they use like- Real footage. Really, they use real footage, but, they, but the fake footage, they use this really obvious CGI blood that yeah. like sucks out the impact yeah. of that scene you have. That was, it like, yes, okay. Ugh. So lame have, in the last 45 minutes. I have minutes. two questions. Is, is Phil Oaks in it at all? okay <laughs> he was um basically the guy that bob dylan ripped off a lot he was one of the leading like motivators for the yippie movement let me see he was literally no. too socialist for mainstream media so he got kicked out no they only showed two of the yippie people it was like the leaders abby hoffman and jerry rubin yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. There's only two weeks. He was at the. I read Phil Oaks. He was at the trial as one of the witnesses, and like, wow. So, uh, so he just broke his ass out. And two, <laughs> did they have, two, did they have Pegasus? Explain who that is. And then maybe Pegasus. Okay, Phil Oaks, Jerry Rubin, and Abby went around to like all the farms around Chicago to find the fattest, ugliest pig to be their presidential nominee. And like uh-huh. while they were holding him up to give. Pegasus his speech. Uh that's when they the cops not. ran in. They do not mention They don't mention Pegasus? No. They don't Pegasus, Pegasus the Undying? Nope. I thought That's the thing about the movie. It's very tame. It's a very tame yes. portrait of something. I was about to say it could have been way more if it was a little too pro-America for me. It could it's have been way tame. more radical than and I think the people it was about could have been way more radical than they were. But I like Eddie Remains character a lot. I thought he worked really well. Yes, his like accent is really believable and like very interesting he's, for him. He's to... also like this moderate character that's like, oh, I want to do the right thing, but I don't really want to go to jail. And then, it, but the then you, yeah, but then you see like then the ending scene kind of changes that a little bit, where it, it shows exactly, that he exactly. is capable of. And that's why I like his character so much. It's just. It's a good movie, but it's also a very lame movie at the same time. It's very weird. I just wish they wouldn't have been so pro-America. That's, Piggy! Yeah. That, Pig, this is, that is Pegasus being arrested by the police right before he was given his speech, Free which no man. one's ever heard. Yeah. No, He's one of my heroes for a presidential candidate. <laughs> I'm, I'm very disappointed in that because I know a lot about the Yippie movement. It's like, yeah. that's so... It's be- yeah, because it's about the trial, so they don't really. It go just goes about the trial. That. It doesn't go about like their crazy street performance no, antics. Not really. Mm-hmm. It's very everything's very surface level. It gives you enough information for the story to work, but it doesn't go deep it's, into anything. It's literally just the trial and the riots that they're being tried yeah. for. Because and they don't show Pegasus. Oh my god! No Pegasus. <laughs> now I'm not gonna watch this. Um, no Pegasus. They probably thought that was a little too weird. It's a little too out it there. Felt the also a little bit Chris for Nolan-y to me in the, the timeline. Does that make any sense? The, the way that they kept jumping in the timeline, it was <sighs> giving me very much Christopher Nolan. I don't know if anyone else got that. But there was a lot of timeline jumping of like back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. Oh, yeah. I get what you're saying. Yeah, I get what you're Kinda. saying. <clears throat> you're like, what the And then it makes sense. So that's why it's thing that throws it off the most is um because we cut back to Sasha Baron Cohen like doing a stand-up 
the trial and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, That kind of, like, messes with the timeline in this weird way. Yeah. I'm sure. trying to remember the character. Was it Bobby Seal? He wasn't part of the Chicago 7. Yeah, but, yeah. But he, he was separate, there. He got a separate trial later. I wish there would have been more of him. For sure. Because where they left him off was yeah. unsatisfying. And I thought yeah. he was going to come back, and then he just never did. Yeah, and what's really interesting about Chicago 7, it has Fred Hampton in it, which is the main char- one of the main characters in Judas, Judas and the and Black, Black Messiah. Messiah. <laughs> this is a segue, yeah. if you guys want to move on to that. Yeah, I, I love that I movie. Seen this See, one. the funny thing about all the Oscar nominations this year is that I've only seen one, and so I have I've only no seen opinions. one. Okay, so yes. keep them all spoiler-free, except yeah. for Promising Young Woman. I don't I care honestly- about Chicago. I honestly, I don't care about spoilers. Millis might, but I do. No, no, I don't like any of these movies. These all sound boring to me. I hate spoilers. Except Judas and the Side. I don't even watch trailers. I don't watch trailers. I watched the trailer for that. That actually looks pretty interesting. Judas is good. Judas is top three of these movies, I would say, probably. Yeah, I I would agree with that. It's very good. (laughs) I forget, what were the other... So if we had to, like, give a top three of the best picture nominations what would we say like i haven't seen all of them so promising young woman promising young woman promising (laughs) sure um i think out of the three i've seen yeah i'm gonna stick with me for like years so (sighs) go first i was talking about trevor but i guess he's lagging yeah i'm lagging in and out you're coming okay. in and out, bud. I okay. miss you. We're back. Are we back? <laughs> yes. Okay. So yes. You, you're seeing pretty stable for the current moment. David Fincher made him? Yes. Mank. Uh, yes. Mank. So we can talk about Mank. It's probably my least favorite of Fincher's. What? what? I, have, I have never heard of <laughs> ever in my life. Okay. It was Monk? Oh, it has to do with Citizen Monk. Kane, and it's got... Gary um, Amanda Seyfried. Oh, I don't in care. It. Mary, Man, Amanda Seyfried is great. Seyfried. I've never known. She's how to probably. Say her name. She's probably the most interesting aspect. We like her. She's I'm trying to watch Citizen Kane so that I can yeah, watch Mank. So, yeah, I wouldn't say it's. Too, I've also I've seen Kane before this, and it's not like super dependent on it, but there are little like things. Okay, that well, I got excited fun. of the TV show <gasps> Monk, and I'm very excited because I. Love that so Mank is Mank was about the screenwriter for Citizen Kane and yeah, kind of Herman his writing process Mankiewicz. and also Mankiewicz and he was also like a Democrat and it's a lot about his political leanings too, which is um, weird. And I'm good. It's, so it's a it's, biopic. It's it. really yeah, it's beautiful. It's a is it in it is in black and white? white. Okay. Movie. It's a beautiful uh, black and white movie. Black and the white. score is wonderful. The, hey, hey, I'm not saying it's great. All right, calm yourself. <laughs> like I said, it's probably one of his least good movies. David Fincher's probably so one can of his we, least good movies. Can we round? I don't know what time we have to finish this off, but can we like round? Can we speak about all the other ones and then round it off with Promising Young Woman? Sure. We can just talk about how great it is. You've seen, seen Promising yeah, Young Woman. No. I've seen Promising Young Woman. But okay. I'm looking. So at we can all talk about. I've it. seen Soul, and onward. Soul is really good. 
Souls. I like, I like Sean the Sheep. There was a Sean the Sheep movie. Yeah, Farmageddon. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Why, that one? why don't people tell me these things? I was pleasantly surprised with Soul. Oh, I saw Borat. Because I yeah. that I've, was nominated for something. Yes. In play. Adaptive screenplay and Maria Balkova, who is his daughter in the movie, got nominated for Best Supporting Actor mm-hmm. with Actress, which I think hey. deserves it out of yeah, anything. Yeah, yeah. From I'm that gonna movie. watch another she's, round after this because it's she's dr- the best part of that movie. 100% is her, and if she wins, that'll be beautiful. So Mank, boring, odd, it's biopic, continue. I really yeah. like the technical aspects, but as a story and as an experience, it's kind of whatever. It's kind of lame a little bit. I don't what think is it's bad. the sound of metal? Is that a drummer? Okay. Who saw My the sound of metal? Saw it. It's on Amazon Prime, I saw right? It. It's on Amazon Prime. Go yeah. watch it. It's really, really awesome because it's about it's about this metal drummer who starts to lose his heat. So he has to go to like a house to learn sign language and learn how to live as a deaf person. So they really get you into his mindset because the sound design sometimes like go out sections of the movie. It has like barely any sound because he is like deaf, and you really get to like experience his like burning. Beethoven. I like that a lot, actually. It's very, very like. It's our next 1080C screening. It's, it's, but I think it's probably. It's one of the it's one of the better ones here for sure. It's really it's really nice and really good. Um, you know? so Nomadland. Oh, my mom I've likes seen it. That. Trevor, are, do we want to argue <laughs> about Nomadland for a real real hot hot minute? Who who was it who said they didn't like it? Someone brought it up and was like, "I don't like it." It's fine. Yeah, it's okay. that's kind of how I feel. Like, it's it's all right. Like, I don't know. I feel like it's I a little. It was a- oh, go ahead. Please talk about this because I do I also have a problem with the ethics of it. And I would love to hear yes. what you think about that. Yeah, that's kind of what I thought I've been hearing a lot when this. I watched it. Like, I, I think you were about to say, like, you wished it was a documentary. And that's kind of how I, I, wish I felt. it was a documentary. Uh-huh. That's kind of how. Because you, you should do this. I'm sorry. Okay. I'm <laughs> really like, it feels about a little this. exploitive of like. The community because that it's trying to portray, yeah. like for those of yeah. us at home who have not seen it yet, can we get a? So, and that's the thing. It's it's very plotless. Uh, it's about this woman, woman, uh, Francesca Dermon. Her name mm-hmm. is in the movie, and um, she like loses her job, and so she has to basically want live in her van and wander across the U.S. trying to work being homeless and trying to like live on your own and being in it and we we like meet like this whole cast of characters Mm. and a lot of the movie is non-professional actors so a lot of the characters you see in the movie are people who actually are these nomads who move all over the country and live and like do bits and jobs and they're trying to survive and like their stories are so interesting and Mm. so like detailed playing a character playing a character and it's like the most interesting aspect of this movie is the other people surrounding you because they're real and they're awesome and they're interesting Mm -hmm. and while super exploitative because it does feel like the director Chloe Zhao really like 
cared about them. I did her best to like show that in a like, eh. Eh. yeah, that, that's kind of how okay. I felt when I watched it. Like, it was very like, I just wish it was a documentary. I feel like it would have yeah. been better that way. Like, so much more interesting for sure. Because, like, there's not a lot to um... gravitate towards your character at the end of the day as well. yeah fern is like because she's a blank slate and she's the newest to the nomad lifestyle hmm. so like she's just way we as viewers she's our like you know our like care the stock character that's like our window through which we see yeah. these actual people but and that in of itself like comes off a little separating in a documentary just letting us listen to these people and really interact with them hmm. just feels like it would have been more yeah. affecting for sure Tom and Jerry wasn't nominated. <laughs> that is a shame. I think it came out too late. Snub. What's the next? What? Which ones have we not talked? Can we talk about, about promising young woman? It's the only. One I've we're we're going to get to that last. That's gonna be everyone awesome. can have the discussion. Just yeah. Minari. Minari. Three of us have seen it. Yeah. Yes. I, I liked it. I liked it a lot. Yeah. I no liked it too, and personally. I think ending. I really like the ending. The ending is awesome. The the ending, like the last, it feels it feels maybe slightly rushed, like a little bit. Mm-hmm. But I know what you mean. Like the like confrontation end is like grandmother. Oh, I love her so much. And the favorite the, part of that movie. The kids are my favorite part of it. And they, the grand grandmother got nominated for actress as she should yes let's go yeah it reminded me a lot of um all right so like it reminded me like especially with the family aspect it reminded me of the farewell a little bit and i don't know yeah this is like okay also it reminded me of um like a lot of like it takes inspiration i felt like from like (gasps) terrence malick movies or and like sure What what's a Koreda, uh, the yeah Koreda, Japanese, Japanese director. Like I felt like a lot of inspiration from those when I watched it. So I was like, okay, uh, I probably have to watch it again because you know I For watched sure. it on this Discord yeah. call. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and we and we watched it with kind of a scuffed audio. Yeah, so I probably have to watch it again. But like, I like apparently what I saw. the score from what I can hear. Yeah. Oh, what were you about to say? Yeah, I would. I no. Did you finish? Oh yeah, I finished. I, I'm I'm done. <laughs> I was gonna let you do your piece. <laughs> Especially because I've heard the score is like beautiful, and for what I could tell, it was really beautiful, and it also mm. got nominated for like best score. And it's a very, from what I can hear, from what we could hear, it's very beautiful. Yeah. It's a very good movie. I it like so I liked nice. it a lot. It's just very good. Very nice. Wholesome. Just warm, cozy, like a blanket. We like it. Is that is that the last of them? Do we have other ones so, before promising a So woman? then the father is the last one I, that we uh, we can talk about. That. I'm I just watched it. Literally I finished the movie five minutes before I got here for the podcast. I literally just watched it right before I got here. Um and and I paid twenty dollars to rent it on Amazon, so that's cool. Uh, <laughs> oh, it's got Olivia it's, Coleman. Uh, oh, I love her. Olivia Coleman's in it. Deserved it the most for favorite. It's really good. 
in terms of performance. She's also really great in this. But anyway, so The Father is about a older man, Anthony Hopkins, going through dementia. And so we, and so the movie's told from his perspective and we go through his lifestyle and kind of go through the experience of what that's like. Mm. So what the movie does is it will like, so you get an actor, Olivia Coleman is his daughter. And in certain scenes, they switch the actor mind during the whole movie. And the movie uses like cinematic tricks to make you also in the headspace of someone who is dementia and it like you know the way it cuts it's very like subtle like it's not obvious and there's no like big reveals it's not like a obvious hollywood schmaltzy movie where you would expect it to go a certain way it's very like realistic and very just like subtle with it and it's like and everyone in it is great like you know, the pros, the cons, how the mood swings change with someone with bad memories and how that affects him, but also his daughter who has died, like really well-made like drama. And, his um, character name is Anthony? Yes. <laughs> yes. One of the adults. Um, and don't sleep on it. It's really, it's really awesome. Oh, I won't. It's I really, love Olivia Coleman. It's really great. So... Oh, just in the back, Black Messiah. Very good. Yeah, I, don't know I, I really Trevor. liked it. Yeah, it's, um, yeah. yeah, I really liked it <laughs> in the Black Messiah. I really liked it. Um, uh, Lakeith Stanfield is great. It was on HBO Max for a brief, brief yeah. little moment. I thought it was on Netflix. God damn. No, Why HBO, is HBO Max. Because they have that whole... <laughs> HBO Max. Because they have Warner Brothers yeah. and... And they make oh yeah because you keep mentioning it I forget it. I'm yeah sorry. sponsor because minus it's terrible. it's a really good like it's got studio Ghibli it's got movies a lot of good, it's got a lot of good stuff on it it really does uh, it's a really good streaming service was, UI, of course I'm thinking of ending things not nominated no it was no. not that's a I forgot about that it was I okay. was not overly impressed with that movie it got a lot of hype and i it was, was really boring i had high expectations it was very boring it's a white people movie but it's a white <laughs> sure 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 i know sure. what i mean when i say that sure I feel like sure i'm thinking sure. of ending things somebody brought this up point up on twitter and they were like i feel like charlie kaufman he kind of made the movie that he always wanted to make with synecdoche new york and after that he's just kind of been like like just kind of Mm, I haven't seen Anomalisa, so. Oh my God! Don't even say it. I. We should not get into this Charlie Kauf bait because I. Sunshine. So what can I say? I'm biased. I don't know. I I like Charlie. Anomalisa. And that movie. I'm thinking of anything. Okay. Okay. I thought so. Yes. I really. It should have been nominated for best adapted screenplay. At least that's the only thing I think it really deserves concept and i think it succeeds in a lot of ways but it's also drags yeah. i won't say i love it i don't think it's one of my favorite of his movies for sure i think sonette key is even better but if you yeah. look at it as a driving movie it's it, it doesn't seem <laughs> as bad because they drive a lot for the first 40 minutes yeah there's a lot yeah. of driving hold on i'm gonna type out how i think that failed and i need you to tell me if it's <laughs> 
word is because there's a really good TikTok where it's like looking up how to pronounce that exact yeah. word, and it's and it says sinakina dodi chodi. <laughs> <laughs> For sure, because oh it's a play on like the only thing I could think of while you were saying that word. Sure. Sorry, and I know. Yeah, we love him. Really good. He's the he's the best. He's I just love seeing Harry Potter actors in other things. Watch all of his movies. Fargo season three, I think. Yeah. Like, has been, you know, living his life. Doing and yeah. So. Is it Promising Young Woman, Pond? I guess. I, I think so. I think so. So many, there's just so much, there's so much that happens that we could, this could be a whole thing. Honestly, let's make the majority of it because it's a very divisive movie more than you is. Divisive? In what way? Uh, Of course, the last 40 is... uh, This is the best shot in the whole film. That's very good. I don't know. I feel like we should not be seen. You don't have... Can I... Like, I mean, just believed. cut off time. Someone's probably posted. It. Just look it up and end there. You don't have to watch the rest. It's like an end credit scene. Do you guys watch the take on YouTube? Yes. No. Okay. I don't know what YouTube they... is. <laughs> they just That's did a really, out. really good video on Promising Young Women like two days ago. Um, I'm going to have to watch that. Many of my opinions will probably come from that video. <laughs> I like... I remember we watched it. That was one of our screenings. And I, I really like that movie. I don't get what, like, for a lot of my, like, online female friends, it's been very divisive. And I yeah, can, can kind of understand, but I, I don't know. Maybe this is just me as a, a guy. I thought it was very interesting and realistic. You know? Why is it? So, what are the reasons? I haven't seen anything about that. Uh, I, I think a lot of it is like how it handles like rape culture, I guess, but I don't know. Yeah, I can see that. Hold on. I, Avery saw this recently and <laughs> I will bring up when I trailer for this, I thought it was going to be stupid and I thought it was mm. going to be like a little dumb, like this is a girl she's a girl boss and i just thought it was gonna be the first like 20 minutes was the whole plot and i was like okay I saw it and they were like oh it's really good and i was like yeah, okay i was really completely different it wasn't i really wanted it to be a murder film um maybe it's just because i'm like super into like true crime and horror movies um but i was very disappointed when it it, it but I kind of like that she doesn't. She doesn't I do as well. Them. I mean, like you get the like the payoff at the end, not mm-hmm. at the end, but like in like the long run, you like see what she's doing and it makes sense. But I, she almost does. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I like the end. I okay. think it makes sense okay because very person there's no way she this is the thing they said in the take there's no way that door without some sort of plan because i think she knew there was a chance she wasn't gonna make it out homegirl had a plan but i think that it's really 
um, nice that they let the audience kind of not know. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, obviously, like, you can infer and, like, whatever, make assumptions. But, mm-hmm. like, I saw this in the movie theaters for the first time in, like, a year since, like, COVID shut everything down. And when that popped off at the end and that text came through, I, like, slapped Hannah across the chest. And I was like, no! I was so excited. <laughs> also, the casting in this movie is fantastic. Holy I'm um, so sad that Bo Burnham is a piece of- Oh my god, but it makes so much I, sense spoilers. because the way that we both- spoilers I literally- Oh, well, you know- You're gonna have to edit this out, bro. I sat next to <laughs> Sophie when we watched this film. Yeah. And the whole time, we're like, oh my god, Bo Burnham, you sexy- and just like oh, literally falling in love with this man. Oh, we will Yeah, we were just like going off or whatever. And then, you know, things happen. And I was like, but I, like you, you mm. literally fall in love with Bo Burnham with her. And that's like the whole point. Hold on. I'm seeing some head shakes. Okay. 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 You're I saying love- you guys didn't fall in love with Bo Burnham? Please. <laughs> I got duped. <laughs> Here's the thing. I, I he got was dupes. so hot in I that didn't. movie. Please. I didn't. I thought it was very predictable that he turned out to be not a good guy. I thought it was obvious. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I agree. But it's yeah. treated as kind of a reveal, and I, I love Bo Burnham. Load. Don't don't think I don't because I love his stand up. Eighth grade. I love eighth grade with all my heart and soul. But he's probably. I love him and he's good in the movie up until a certain point and then when he becomes once he's like outed he tries to act angry and it's so that, that is 100 yeah, i know is on the line i know i feel like tons of dudes who've done that that's the thing is like there's it's yeah. weird like you gotta talk to a lot of people i talk to a lot of people in sociology like guys get really aggressive when called out like no. some people like they seem completely casual and, that's the point and it's not realistic i know people do that but when he is angry his acting doesn't convince me that he's good up to a certain point he plays himself really which is yes i know partially the point it is partially the point but if you see like the way he moves his hands and the way he talks is like literally how he talks end up he's ever been and like he (laughs) okay all right I really got. Oh, to Hello. I was oh. just gonna keep ranting too. I was I was on a roll. So. Charter Spectrum. F- them. Why she probably raps so bad. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. But maybe we okay, can do so- like a full episode on promising young woman. I feel like that could be interesting. What? I feel like. Do you want to just save that for another? No, I won't go into my rant, but. <sighs> Just want to. I, well, casting I really want is to. casting is fantastic. From casting is excellent. Much, but I think it's really good. I think it's a great ex- like representation of like PTSD and like complex PTSD in society. Just something I study a lot in sociology. I thought it was a great representation of it, especially like with personal experiences and going to therapy for. It's like I relate to that. That's kind of that's how I feel. It's really exploitation. Like the 70s, like, isn't it inspired by like 70s? Yeah, like exploitation films. Yeah, the revenge, like, or like revenge. super violent. Rape revenge things yeah. that were common back, like, I spit on your dad. 
Yeah. Garbage. Kill Bill. I'm lagging. Sexual harassment. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's a great representation of like CPTSD and how it can like damage you long term. And like some people, the worst feeling is like seeing the world move on past you and you still feel there. Yeah. Which is something I thought that was very, very well portrayed. And it's like, dang. Yeah. I think that the also. Um, something they do really well is all of the colors in the movie. Mm-hmm. I really enjoy like the, nice... the playing with that. Um... Oh, <laughs> you're uh, the host. That yeah. So we had some technical difficulties. Um, so uh, yeah, this has been episode five of the 1080C podcast. Um, until next time, you know. <laughs> We're gonna recommend things or promising young woman. Yeah, let's recommend things. Uh, I guess we'll start from the top or whatever. Um, yeah. I can get um, I will. I will recommend... I don't know what I would recommend this week. I don't know. I recommend that if your movie theaters are open, that you should see a movie in theaters, actually. Um I saw Promising Young Woman in theaters, and it was a very good experience. 10 out of 10. I had some raisinettes. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. I recommend me and Earl and the Dying Girl. If you really don't like rom-coms, it's pretty good. Like, young adult rom-coms, it's pretty good. It's got a lot of, like, you know, avant-garde weird stuff. It's not, like, you know, something people will love but i think it's a really good movie it's got enough twist in it that it's enjoyable and a great cast samantha your turn well my turn i will recommend promising young woman (laughs) we just went off about it so Mm um i don't know i'm about to recommend something i haven't even seen but i want to see vertical primate i I, it's coming out this week and it's a movie I was really excited about and it's finally coming out. It's, called, it's, this, it's this movie called she, Shiva Baby and it's about this bisexual Jewish woman who goes to a bar mitzvah and sees her sugar daddy and has to deal with that and family and then also her ex-girlfriend and Owen brother-esque and it sounds like a really awesome, cool idea for a movie and I'm just so excited to see it. You made a movie about me? Yeah. Apparently, <laughs> it's fantastic, and I it just it's getting put on VOD this week, and I what's it called? Going to watch it or in April, I think it's on VOD. It's called Shiva Baby. Shiva Baby. And it's directed and starring a female. Uh, the female director also wrote the script as well, and apparently, it's fantastic. And I'm so excited to watch it when it comes out in like April on VOD. So watch it with oh. me, guys. It'll be fun. Cool. People should watch this movie. Uh, watch me watch it i guess i'll recommend uh you know this is this is kind of topical uh please buy blu-rays of movies you like you know you never know when it's gonna vanish off the streaming service always have a heart so yeah so i have clueless that's that's why i got sharknado baby (laughs) yeah but yeah um that has been this has been episode five (laughs)
despite the technical difficulties, they tried to shut us down. Um, we get back. Um, Netflix didn't like us talking about HBO Max. They DDoSed us. This is just not cool. We're literally yep. talking about their streaming service on harder <laughs> internet. Charter is shut down, but uh, yeah, that's off topic. Until next time. Uh, adios. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Bye.